Welcome to season two of the One and Done podcast, where we are dedicated to making young people successful in business early in life. We're recording today from the Rollo Insurance Studio in College Station, Texas. Let's get it started. All right, everybody, welcome back to season two, episode two of the One and Done podcast. So thankful to our loyal listeners and everybody's listening in today. We're excited to have another great episode to bring you guys another very successful young person who is able to hopefully enlighten you in uh, maybe some career in real estate and investment, as well as to give you some ideas on how he became so successful. So today's guest, Mr. Luis Frias, principal at Caltex Capital Group, multifamily real estate management and investment firm. Uh, Luis, welcome to the show, man. Jackson, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Absolutely. So like I said, most of my speakers I find from LinkedIn, this guy, he separated himself. I actually got a referral uh, to Luis from another speaker on the podcast, and uh, he he fits the the theme very well. A very successful um, young guy from San Antonio doing a lot of things cool in the real estate investment market. Um, so Luis, tell me a little bit about you. Get the listeners introduced to who you are, where you're from, and uh, what you're all about. Certainly. So I was actually originally from El Paso, Texas, moved to San Antonio over here, went to college, played a little bit of college ball over there in Iowa, came back and in 2015, got licensed as a residential agent, um, practicing residential. Roughly about 2017 is when I made the jump into commercial real estate. And then in 2019, I partnered with one of my uh, uh, investors out of California that I was actually advising for two years. Uh, and we decided to make Caltex Capital Group and that's what we're doing right now is purchasing multifamily uh, commercial properties throughout the state of Texas, multifamily being apartment buildings. Awesome, man. Well, you know, excited to, to talk to you. We've had some commercial real estate guys. We haven't had a whole lot who are doing exactly what you're doing. I, I love what you're doing and want to want to hear more about it. So tell us a little bit about Caltex, how it formed, um, you know, your mentor there and your partner in that business. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So as mentioned, I, I was working in 2017 in commercial real estate as a as a commercial advisor, mainly my specialized focus was multifamily investment sales. Um, from that, I, I got in, con in contact with my current partner now, Dan Carlucci. Uh, he's based out of the LA area in California. And, you know, after doing some time with, you know, working in real estate as a broker and, and as a licensed agent, you know, getting the commissions was great and all, but I was really wanting to have secure cash flow and just coming in, you know, consistently. So that's where I just, you know, started talking to my, my, my now partner, Dan, and just said, hey, you know, I want to get involved in actually owning these properties, you know, getting those monthly uh, distributions. And then also once you do sell the property, reposition it, you get that, you know, forced appreciation and you get a little bit of a, of a good premium for, for doing your hard work on the property. So as far as what we do, we actually partner with um, a bit, you know, professionals. They could be, you know, attorneys, doctors, other real estate professionals that, you know, they want to invest in real estate, but necessarily don't have you know, the time to actually be doing the hands-on management, you know, dealing with the tenant screenings, collecting rents, um, whatever have you that is associated with the day-to-day -day operations of the property. So that's what we do. We, we do kind of like a crowd uh, crowdfunding or syndication where us as the general partners, Dan Carlucci, myself, I have another partner out of uh, New York and then a good guy out of Houston, he's our property manager. Uh, we all got together and, you know, we, we, we launched these offerings. We open up funds for our investors and these guys passively invest with us, you know, through our syndication group. We manage the properties for them. As mentioned, we, we do mainly all the day-to-day -day operations. And the only thing that the investors have to, uh, you know, worry about is just reviewing the monthly uh, statements and then getting their quarterly distributions from their investment. Absolutely. So would you guys consider yourself more of an investment firm or a property management company? investment firm. Yeah. Although we do oversee property managers and we hire on a professional third party management, 
we more or less see uh, oversee the investment, not the overall day-to-day operations, like making sure that, you know, maintenance orders are fulfilled and all that stuff like that. We leave that to the other professional company. And then at that point, we manage the, the property manager from there and, and making sure that the business plan is, is followed to a T. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's, it's great having you on today. And I think that uh, your, your heart got to track down, heart got to get to 20 minutes with. I know that's because you're busy and doing great things like most people are. Um, but I wanted to to highlight this because I think this this industry is a unique one. It's it's more of a something that's newer, right? The ability to invest in real estate as an investment uh, that more people are getting into, like you mentioned, group funding or crowdfunding. Talk to us a little bit about that idea, that idea of crowdfunding um, and, and how you look at real estate rather than maybe the stock market to do investments what's the pros and cons on on both sides sure so as mentioned you know we have a lot of people that just want to invest in real estate but maybe not necessarily know how to have the time or themselves they can't get approved for you know a a multi-million dollar loan so that's where you know as general partners it's good to have you know high net worth individuals that know what they're doing they have the experience they actually are owners and operators like our our key principal out of new york he has good amount of unit count Uh, and experience in the industry, as well as my partner, Dan Carlucci, he's been investing since the 90s. The reason that somebody would invest into real estate over the stock market is just a little bit more of a secure investment. This is more of a tangible insured asset versus, you know, the stock market, you're at at the mercy of the market. With any downturn that we've seen so far, you know, even in 2008, uh, even with uh, the coronavirus or COVID, we've seen that multifamily, especially as the asset class of all commercial real estate aside, you know, industrial, they, they've honestly been keeping up on par with multifamily has done really well. At the end of the day, everybody needs a roof over their head, uh, no matter what. So, you know, the demand's always going to be there. And, you know, as far as, um, you know, rent collections, it's been really good. We have a property that we're actually acquiring in Divine, Texas, um, that has, has performed extremely well during COVID. It's been, at, you know, roughly around 90, 95 percent occupancy at 100 percent collections. Um, so there's really, you know, a, a good, strong uh, how can you say strength with it as opposed to the market you know we've seen that there's been ups and downs i've seen tesla stock you know go from 600 to 800 and right now i think it's peaking over a thousand dollars so i i mean it's just a little bit more secure you know you're not going to be going through the, the roller coaster of, of of the stocks absolutely so when we're looking at your industry then we're saying look this basically what you do is you help people understand how to invest in property and to use that money to make more money basically exactly investing right. it just like the stock market, but in property a little more, a little more safe, a little more uh, insured and, and things like that. Exactly right. Awesome. And, and the reason I want to have you on today is I think your industry is one where people are very intrigued by it uh, recently, right? You know, there's a lot of college grads coming out. They want to get into commercial real estate. And what they mean by that is they want to get into the investment side of commercial real estate. What What's what's the positives of your industry? What makes people want to get into what you're doing, especially young people uh, right now? I mean, it's just definitely it's all on you, how much money you want to make. It's how much you want to hustle, how much you want to grind, how much you want to work on, you know, the weekends just to make sure that you're getting a lot of not necessarily a lot of money, but you're getting to the point that you're having it come in consistently. And, you know, at some point you're going to have more financial freedom. So you're not going to necessarily be tied to a desk, you know, nine to five, you know, working for a set pay. Yes, at the start, you're going to be working a lot more hours than nine to five, but in the long run, you're going to have more freedom with your time as your business becomes more um, established and you become getting more, um, uh, I guess you could say more transactions going, more assets under your uh, portfolio. You're going to have more cash flow coming in. And at that point, you're able to kind of leverage yourself a little bit out of it where you hire other professional, uh, you know, professionals to kind of come in and help out the team uh, in areas where you may have more or less been a little bit, you know, not necessarily weak, but 
you know, their strengths are going to boost up the overall company. So, I mean, getting into this, it's, it's just time with family. You have more, you have more secured employment because it's at the end of the day, it's in your hands. It's not going to be um, at the whim that, that they might be doing layoffs or, you know, furloughs for that instance. So it, it's definitely in your own hands. You have more security because you're wanting to make sure that you're getting the money you're providing for your family and that your overall company is going strong. And like I said, with that comes a lot of, of time that you have more availability to do stuff that you love, you know, take vacations, you know, maybe work a little bit of stagnant schedules to make sure that you have, you know, time on Wednesdays, maybe to go, you know, hit the links or something like that. But um, it's definitely a, a rewarding industry once you get it established. I love it. So tell me, so what are some of the negatives of the industry, right? Some people listening to this podcast, maybe they're thinking, hey, real estate investment sounds like something for me. What's, what's some of the negatives? Certainly it would be the competition. There's a lot of competition now, um, especially with other syndicators that you have a lot of these other smaller mid-sized groups coming in and bidding up the market and it's just driving up the prices insane. Um, with that said, since the prices are going higher uh, and the sellers know what they have is, you know, they're pretty much sitting on gold now, uh, they want to sell and they want to sell at a really high price. Well, in turn, that makes your returns a lot lower. So it's more deal hunting. So I mean, the, the, the saying is you have to review 100 deals, underwrite maybe possibly 60 of them, review 20 of them, and then tour, you know, or offer on 20 of them and tour once you get in the best and final 10 and then possibly close only on one. So it's just a lot of reviewing, a lot of underwriting, a lot of long nights, you know, you know, underwriting, putting all these numbers in Excel spreadsheets, making sure they link up. And at the end of the day, once you finally finish your underwrite, you might not see that this deal's penciling out. So you know, two hours or whatever time that you put into it might just be, all right, this one doesn't work out. Let's take it off our desk and onto the next one. So it's just a lot of patience that you need because as mentioned, it, it's been a, a good time that we've actually been looking. This is going to be one of our first acquisitions for the year because we've actually gone into best and final and, you know, we were awarded a couple of deals, but just whatever didn't pan out once we did physical inspection, um, you know, they had some structural or, or electrical issues that we just had to leave. But Yes, it's just deal finding. I would say that is one of the biggest obstacles to overcome in this type of industry is, yes, there's a lot of investors out there that have capital they want to invest, but there's very limited inventory. So it just makes it very difficult sometimes to find these unique deals because a lot of them are getting priced out because the sellers know these buyers are really hungry to get on these uh, type of investments. All right, Louis. So before we get onto the part about, you know, what makes you so special, what you did to separate yourself so quickly from other people. We got a lot of college students listening on this. That's the target of this podcast. And they're saying to themselves, okay, I want to get into commercial real estate investing. I want to do what Luis is doing, but you know, I'm coming out of college. I don't have a whole lot of funds. How do you, how do you grow so quickly in this industry? What are some good ends? How would you recommend to these kids that they go about getting into this industry? Certainly an excellent question. Uh, I would just say number one is just going to be networking. You have to network continuously. Um, you don't, you don't come out of college or, or you know, anywhere really you know bootstrapping ready to go and, and and hit the ground running with this this is uh, definitely learning progress and and kind of just learning as you go so definitely having a good mentor uh having someone that you could rely on is, is very important in this industry because uh it's very complex you know it's not necessarily just doing the acquisition underwriting a deal but it's also financing the deal getting insurance involved your attorneys involved uh doing your deal deal your due diligence and handling all that the environmental tests and all that all that goes into a uh, due diligence in the acquisition, but as far as also management, 
So it's just really good to have a good network of professionals that have already been in the industry to kind of guide you along. So for instance, if, if you're wanting to get involved into the deal, as mentioned, it's very difficult sometimes to find these deals. So a lot of um, these other groups that are experienced, they'll say, hey, you know, if you would like, if you could find us a deal that meets our criteria and our investor, you know, desired returns, bring it to us, underwrite it, and we'll bring you as in a partner for finding the deal. Because without the deal, or without you bringing it, we wouldn't have that deal to begin with. But at the same time, without us, you won't have, a, a, you know, necessarily the, the deal to work with either. You might have the deal, but you won't have any of the means to close it. So, Luis, I want to, I want to transition now and talk a little bit about what makes you special. I uh, want to go back to when you were in college, because I think that's what a lot of our listeners are right now in their life. And I want, to, I want it for you to be able to tell them where you went from when you were in college to where you're at now, how that happened, how quickly that transition occurred, and just exactly what you did, the characteristics that you, you know, made made part of your everyday life in order to be so successful so quickly certainly um well most of it i think comes from um you know discipline uh, it's just being you know um dedicated to your work making sure that at the end of the day your name's on your work it's it's 100 percent good uh you you're proud of it and the, most of that stems from you know me being an rtc and then also from uh from playing you know college football and then also from all those years i think that's just kind of instilled me uh to give the best work that i possibly can so after college, I came back in, in 2015, got licensed, and I went into uh, my family's real estate uh, business here in San Antonio. And that's where I really just, you know, I knew how much time I put in is more or less how much money am I going to get out of it. You know, if I continue lead generating, I'm going to get a lot more leads. If I don't, then, you know, my pipeline's going to go, uh, it's going to get shut. So it's honestly all in your hands. And that's where I just said, you know, I want to make sure that I make the most money, want to provide for myself to get you know, a nice apartment or, you know, a good working car that's not, you know, a, a beat up high school one, but it's just your motivation. And then that's what I just kind of sat down and told myself I need to make a business plan, a year plan, and then a two year plan of where I want to be starting from the day goals, to the week goals, monthly, quarterly, yearly, and then, you know, to the two year to three year, you know, getting into it. That's where I just started really getting into real estate. And I, I love the uh, the aspect that you're able not only to help people find homes, but at the same time, you're able to help businesses grow, whether it's being expansion into retail uh, strips or, or leases or investing into multifamily. It's just a really neat industry that you could be a part of. You know, there's a lot of different ways that you could be involved in real estate. And that's what I really like about it. It's just how unique it is. It could be really complex, but at the same time, it could be really rewarding once you kind of know how you fit into that industry. And I think a lot of that, a lot of that competitive drive you have, right, comes probably from from college sports. So, tell me about you know your your experience there playing college at uh, Waldorf University uh, in Iowa, and how some and what what characteristics that were ingrained in you from sports rolled over into the business world. Sure thing. I mean, it's just being a uh, um, accountability. You know, it's not just that you need to get your homework turned in or anything like that. The team's counting on you to make sure that your grades are up. Not only that, you have early morning workouts that you're required to go to, um, conditioning uh, in the afternoon following school and then doing the practice, you know, if you're in season. It's just accountability. Um, and that's where I think it really does stem from is that I was I was more not necessarily fearful, but I, the worst thing I, I would ever want to do is fail someone or, or let down my team. Um, so that's kind of what puts me, you know, in that kind of overdrive, even in my professional world, is not to fail myself and now my family. Um, you know, my wife and my son, I, I, that would be the last thing I would ever want to do. So that puts kind of myself into, a, a, I guess, in the driver's seat to make sure that I'm always 100%, you know, giving my best work every day 
and making sure that I'm trying to outproduce the day's work uh, the day before. So Luis, what, what do you think are the most important characteristics someone can have to find success in the commercial real estate and investment world uh, early on? Certainly. I mean, it's just going to be dedication, being persistent, um, and just showing up every day. You know, it's not going to be day one that you just say, I'm going to do it. And then you're getting, you know, a lot of leads coming in or investors coming at you saying, I want to invest with your next deal or even finding the deal. As mentioned, it's just going to be, you know, a slow process of building up, like I mentioned earlier, planting a seed and then just watch it, waiting for it to grow. You got to network yourself out there, as mentioned, try to find yourself like a good group of professionals that have already been in the industry. That way you could kind of more or less use them as a mentor and they'll be at the same time taking care of you, making sure that you're not doing anything that you uh, shouldn't be doing. But at the same time, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just being dedicated and making sure that you're uh, consistent in your approach to it. Because once you stop, it's really easy to stop, but you never know how close you are to breaking through. So what made you get into insurance after you got out of college? Same thing as you, right? I, I looked and uh, I realized that, you know, there's a lot of industries you can get in that will make you very successful very quick, but there are very few industries that will reward you later in life for the amount of work that you put in when you're younger in life, right? Like I think everyone notices that you have right. days and times where you're in your life where you're going to have more energy. Usually when you're younger, right? You're, you're new to something and you put a lot of work and passion into it. I like the idea of being able to work hard now and have my fruits of my labors right now reward me for the long term. Um, so I wanted to find yeah. an industry that allowed me to do that a lot like commercial investments. I mean, insurance is, is, is very similar, right? Instead of investing into a, a property though, you're investing into a client and, and time into them to make sure they have a relationship with you to stick with you, uh, for a long time. So I love the idea of, of taking care of that way. And the other, other reason was taking care of people. I loved, I didn't realize how much I love to be around people and to problem solve. So you mentioned earlier, you know, whenever you work on a big deal and it takes a long time and it's very tiring and you're working all hours of the night, but when you get it finished, I mean, you're just, you're floating on cloud nine. I think that that side of me really took over from the competitive drive that I had from playing sports my whole life. Uh, it was always, you know, you're trying to overcome, trying to get better each and every day, figure out ways that you can be a better uh, player, teammate, whatever, whatever your role is on the team. Business to me is the same way. So I love the idea that insurance gave me to problem solve and to show off my uh, creative nature in doing so, you know, doing it in a different way than other people in my industry. I love the idea to to be different than people in my industry, but at the same time, set, solve the problems that they're solving just in a different way, whether it's more efficient, more customer focused, or more technology focused, whatever it might be. And it's kind of a combination of those things. But I just love the fact that insurance allowed me to, to take care of those things and to, and to take care of myself in the long term, take care of my family as well. And the flexibility it gives. I mean, it's very similar to your industry and it's very similar to a lot of the successful people we have here. They're looking for something more than work. And you have to have something, you have to have things in your life more important than work. Cause if you don't, then you're just, you're, you're not living life to the fullest, right? You have to have, uh, you know, other things in your life and family's a big thing for me. Religion's a big thing for me and, and being able to invest my time into something that will allow me to be successful financially and physically. It also gives me the freedom and time I have to uh, give back to you know, my creator and my family in a way that I want to be able to do so. Amen to that. I like that. <laughs> that's good. No, and that's the same thing that we do with our investors. You know, we want to make sure that we're, you know, taking their their investment. Most of it, uh, most of the time it is their, you know, their savings for the retirement or whatever, uh, or whatever have you. It could be their 401k, uh, something like that. It's their, their savings. So we make sure that we safeguard that because at the end of the day, they want to make sure that their money's working for them, you know, as opposed to either being, you know, in the stock market, or just sitting in the bank where they're really not getting, you know, a good return. Like I think it's right now less than a point, but yeah, that's what we do. We make sure that we work hard for them. We get, we safeguard their money and their, and their capital. That way they can in turn 
have something that they could, you know, account on that either be retirement or just additional cash flow for their family. And most of the time it is just to, you know, hey, I want to make sure that I'm investing so I could have money, you know, in, in 10, 15 years where I could, you know, fund my child to go to college. Um, so there's just different things, you know, I want more time with family, going to vacations, or I want to fund my hobby. Uh, and that's where I really like kind of assisting individuals in, into uh, meeting their goals. And at the same time, it's not all about just making money, but, you know, also you're managing an apartment complex. You're making a, a impact in other people's lives who actually live there on the day-to-day -day basis. And that's where we like to do quote unquote, you know, a value add where we take an existing property, maybe it was just a little bit underperforming or, you know, a distress that it needed some upgrades. And we do amenity upgrades. We do rebranding, interior upgrades. That way it gives a property, a property a fresh new look, but the residents could also be, you know, happy to call it home. Luis, man, as we bring it to a close, it's been a pleasure uh, getting to talk with you today, getting to know more about your industry. And I'm looking forward to our future, you know, partnership and relationship in the business and working together. Um, but before we close, what last piece of advice would you have to those who are in college as they look forward to a career either in real estate or in other industries adjacent to real estate? What's your advice to them? Sure. I mean, just dig in, research a little, you know, get some research in and open up your eyes um, I think real estate's a good industry for everyone to get to know a little bit more about uh, just because at the end of the day, we're surrounded by real estate. You know, you go home, you go to an apartment, um, you go to a place of business where, you know, maybe the company owns it or they're leasing out to another investment firm or another group of individuals. And then you also go into investing, you know, whether it be the same office building or apartments or, you know, industrial uh, centers and stuff like that or retail strips. It's just we're surrounded by it. Why not know a little bit more about it? and see possibly how you could fit in into that industry, whether it being owning, um, operating, managing, investing, there's always you know a good way that you could fit into it. Um, even down to being like an appraiser or title company, there's just so many facets um, that you could possibly be plugged into. Hey, there's also the insurance industry, you know? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, you Luis, go. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, yeah, exactly. Hey, it's been a pleasure, man. We're, we're very uh, grateful to have you on the show today. Looking forward to having you back sometime soon on our uh, real estate panel. And uh, good luck to you out there in, the in your future endeavors. Perfect. Hey, Jackson, thank you so much again for having us on. Um, and I do look forward to speaking with you guys here in the near future. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. Be sure to rate our podcast and leave a review. Also, make sure to check us out on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook at One and Done Podcast.